Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue our study and our meditation on Jonah's magnificent God. God's magnificent patience. A patient God gives second chances. Chapter 3, verse 1, the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. You know, a patient God gives second chances, really. Jonah did not obey God the first time he was told, so God told him a second time. Are you glad that God gives second, third, and fourth chances? I am amazed at God's continued patience with all of us. The Old Testament uses the word long-suffering to describe God's incredible patience. It comes from two Hebrew words, which means to make long and, get this, nostril. To be of long nose comes the idea of the rapid, passionate breathing of a bull being taunted by a matador. Take a breath before you speak. Take a long breath before you act. Patiently take a number of long breaths before you deal with the immaturity you are facing. God's patience and long-suffering graciously puts up with our selfishness and sin, giving us time to recognize it, confess it, and forsake it. David praised God for his patience, but thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion, gracious, long-suffering, and plenteous in mercy and truth. You know, a second reminder normally reinforces the importance of the first message. Jonah 1.1, now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Mittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, cry against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. Chapter 3, verse 1, and the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. You know, most parents have quoted the famous phrase, If I have told you once, I have told you a thousand times. Parents who can stay civil when they have to repeat some of their kids over and over and over, again, know a little bit of the patience that God has for us. If we could learn to give others the same amount of patience that God gives to us, there would be much less stress in our homes and our churches today. You know, God's patience is seen in his repetition of what is really important. Words of great importance need to be repeated over and over again. If you are a newly married young bride, would you rather have your husband tell you that he loves you every day or just tell you once on the day he got married that he loved you and that if he ever changes his mind, he'll let you know? I think I know the answer. A second reminder also causes us to search our hearts. Our kind and patient God reminded Jonah of his will for him. God's desire was for Jonah to preach to the Ninevites. By this time, Jonah seemingly had experienced a heart change, or at least for a while. Jonah was not the only one in Scripture, by the way, that needed some reminders. Jesus questioned Peter not one time or two times, but three times in John 21. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? Talking about the fish they just got. He said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. Then he said to him a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said, yes, you know that I love you. He said, tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. You know, sometimes we tend to throw back an answer the first time we're asked without even thinking about it. When the same question comes to us a second time in another way, uh, we kind of search our hearts for the answer. 
Both Peter and Jonah were asked the same question more than once, which forced them to think more closely about their response. If we are willing to search our own hearts, we will always see that God was right the first time. You know, I like the way David prayed and asked God to help him with his heart, searching uh, in, in Psalm 139. David prayed, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there be any wicked way in me. Lead me to the way everlasting. Have you ever thought about why the writer of the Hebrews encourages us to search our hearts diligently? In essence, he's saying this, look diligently into your heart, lest you fail to receive the enabling grace of God. Carefully inspect your heart, lest a poisonous root of bitterness spring up and trouble you. Intensely search your heart so that the lack of God's grace and the presence of bitterness ends up destroying all the relationships that mean so much to you now. A second reminder often shows us that we really do not know it all. Just as Jonah realized that he was wrong in running from God and obeyed God's second command, so Peter saw the same problem in Acts 10. Not just a once or twice, but three times God told Peter to rise and eat. Peter and Jonah obviously had some common character flaws. They did not always obey the first time. They were told. Now, let's stop and think for just a minute. In what areas of life are you like Peter or are you like Jonah? How many times does God have to remind us before we actually listen to him? Many of us need second reminders to keep us in God's will. Personally, I think Peter finally got it. In fact, what did uh, what God did for him in a number of times, he also did for his readers in 2 Peter 3.1. The second epistle, beloved, I now write to you, in both which I stir up your pure minds, get this, in the way of remembrance. Peter wrote to stir their minds of the spiritual amnesia and remind them what is really important in life. You know, God is a patient God. His long-suffering is an amazing picture of His eternal loving kindness. His patience gives us time to rethink, reevaluate, repent, and renew our minds. Be thankful for such a God. Our time's up, but today is the day the Lord made. Rejoice, be glad in it, and I hope that you have a good day.